Hey y'all, this is Shanice with the Woman at the Well podcast. Today I will be talking about my husband and our journey, uh, our miscarriage journey. And um, I'm, I'm going to kind of start at the beginning to how things started out with us and our journey that we had. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Hopefully, this is not a super long podcast, but prayerfully, you enjoy it. Uh, we'll begin on how it all got started. Um, previously, on my Shanice P. Brown website, I had a blog, but I've recently removed it from the website. But I did have uh, some of the how it all got started on a blog but I will go back and reference that from time to time today and also just in case you're not listening to this on YouTube and you're listening to uh, the Woman at the Well podcast on Apple Music or from my website I do have an actual video that will be showing some pictures of us throughout this phase that we went to transitioning like from me being pregnant and then the uh joshua why he's small and up into now some recent pictures so that will be only available um on my website or youtube with that being said um I know some of you may be thinking, you know, (laughs) how did this all get started with them? Well, I'm talking about my miscarriages and me being pregnant. Okay. I know everybody know how people get pregnant. So (laughs) I don't have to go through all of that. But I'm not talking about that, so to speak, right now. I'm referring to how all of this came to be from the beginning. I met my husband in 2012, and we dated for about a year, and then, excuse me, we um, married one another almost exactly a year later. He he had the nurse to tell me that I was going to have his child one day, excuse me, while we were still dating, and so... I knew that it was an expectation upon being married to him. I just didn't bank on it, you know, actually happening to us because I already had four children and I was just like, okay, you want some kids. All right. But I was just thinking maybe it wouldn't happen because my husband didn't have any children of his own at that time. So, um, I was saying okay with my mouth, but I was kind of dismissing the whole idea in my head. <laughs> you know, um, me personally, I was fighting demons of my own. You know, uh, people were already criticizing me for having the four children that I have, that I had before I met my husband. People were already criticizing me because I had four children with three different fathers um my life up until 2009 was full of fleshy ways uh I've lived a lot in the flesh if I be honest um 
I'm not saying that it's still not a struggle now because, you know, I take my life day by day and I decide every day what I I will and will not do. So um, I just learned a little bit more discipline over the years. And trust me, I am still learning. So I'm like, this will be one more father to add to the list. (laughs) I'm just literally rolling my eyes right now. Um, One more reason for people to criticize me, you know. Not to mention three of the four pregnancies that I had were premature pregnancies. You know, uh, three of my four children at that time were born premature. So, yeah, people were talking about that, too. You know, they were saying, you know, why are you going to try again and risk yet another premature pregnancy? So I'm looking at Ronnie, my husband, and like, okay, but whatever, you know. But what no one knew but Ronnie and I, and of course the Lord, was that this time was going to be different for us. We were both petitioning God for the same thing. Um, we were, we were, we were trusting him that it was all going to work out. We had our, our faith in God. So before my decision in 2009 to give my life completely to the Lord, because I was a half-baked Christian, almost going to keep it real. I was mentally all over the place. I was one of the people, you know, I talked a good game. It seemed like I was someone perhaps to look up to. But I was doing things, too, that I shouldn't have. You know, I knew better, you know. Long story short, um, I had left home right out of high school, literally. And I moved in with my boyfriend at that time. I'm going, I'm taking you back to give you a little background on me. And I ended up pregnant with my first child. No, we weren't married. Um, We had so many issues in that marriage. We even divorced twice. Yes, I married him two times. And I'm shaking my head. I married this one guy twice. So, during the first time we were married, we separated Four years later, and I got pregnant with another man's child during my separation. Yes, another man's child. But we were separated, but, you know, hey, that was still wrong. Um, Apparently, you know, we got back together, and another four years down the road, I got pregnant with my third child. And by this time, we had gotten our second divorce. So, you know, hey, technically we weren't married, but we was back together and we had a third child. It was just a plum mess. (laughs) It was just a plum mess. Um, Seven years later, I have yet another child. And guess what? I wasn't married to that man either. Yes, I'm rolling my eyes still. I'm rolling my eyes. I'm not by any means criticizing anyone because I live in a glass house, and I know I do. But when you know better, eventually you should do better. So, fast forward 
to Ronnie and I deciding to get married. That was another thing people were talking about. Asking me, why are y'all getting married so quick? Are you pregnant? You know, that's what people were saying. Are you pregnant? Why are y'all getting married so fast? And my answer was no. I'm not pregnant. I've done things wrong for so long. Can I just get it right once? For once in my life, people give you a hard time, man. You know, I'm just like, can I just do something right for once without people criticizing? And, you know, people say, I've heard folks say time and time again, folks going to talk about you when you're doing right. Folks going to talk about you when you're doing wrong. And that is so true. People got something to say regardless. Regardless, as my daughter say, regardless. (laughs) But anyway... I had I told myself that I had been doing it the world's way for so long that it was time I started doing things God's way. Nevertheless, <laughs> I decided to go along with my husband. You know, we got married. And a few months later after uh, we got married, uh, I stopped working. And guess what? I got pregnant. A few months after we were married. And ironically, I was excited. <laughs> I was happy. But now I was getting the uh, aren't you too old speeches. Like, you know, I didn't know how old I was. You know, I'm rolling my eyes now, y'all. You know, and then other people were saying, you know, your your youngest uh, child would be six on at that time. You know, when me and my husband, now back in 2013, this child was getting ready to be six my youngest was and then I'm just thinking like I don't know because he's my kid and like I don't know this my body I know I was there when I was born y'all wasn't I know how old I am (laughs) I was at that time um needless to say um I didn't get past my first trimester and I was trying not to feel sorry for myself silently but I was. I suddenly heard all those things people were saying all at once, and it was crippling. Back to square one, no child. I had almost begun to think about what it would look like at four months pregnant, then six months pregnant. It was devastating. I was just thinking about what it would feel like to be pregnant and my mind was playing tricks on me you know I was thinking about you know like I would have been three months by now or 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 I would be five months today you know or whatever the case may be and I would just get sad because I was no longer carrying that child um but Ronnie kept encouraging me telling me that this too shall pass. That's his favorite thing to tell me anytime that I'm going through things. I'm just like, Ronnie, really, it's become really cliche with you, but um, it's the truth. You know, everything will pass sooner or later. And um, I say, you know, that's exactly what a good husband would do, would tell you. You know, he would encourage you and say, sweetheart, this too will pass. That's... <laughs> It's almost his job and it to tell me you know it it's 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 gonna it's gonna get all right everything's gonna be all right um 
So here I am. I'm hopeful. This is our second attempt to have a child. I'm not working. I'm trying to keep my stress at a minimum, but, you know, we're still newlyweds, so, you know, I'm hormonal. So guess what? It's a mess around the house, you know? This, You know, Ronnie is getting, he was, at that time, he was getting on my last nerves, you know? I'm sure I got on his nerves, too, but once again, um, it was, you know, 2013 was the year I had my first miscarriage, uh, Ronnie and I. And then our second attempt, 2014, and um, it was actually worse that time because I wasn't working, so I had so much time to think about it, and I was thinking all kinds of crazy all day long, so it was pure ridiculousness. I'm just saying, it was craziness. All I had time to do was just sit up and think about what was going on with me you know I started having pity parties feeling less than a woman every time I would see somebody else pregnant I was tore up inside I would look at them and I'd be like you know uh, they was all excited about having a baby but it was something that I was longing to do I became a hater <laughs> I mean it's it's funny but true I was I was a hater uh, truth is friend I told the Lord you know I said Lord I attend church I give my tithes and offering I even attend meet with services I volunteer I head serve auxiliaries and this is what I get in return empty prayers I literally told the Lord that and I said so I'm getting rejection I'm getting a no after no and in my spirit he said and the Lord told me and that's all I felt when I when I went to him whining and complaining. He was like, and whoopee. <laughs> okay. And I'm just like, he said, you was doing all those things you was doing. You was doing what you was supposed to be. So, hopefully, not to get something from me. He said you was doing it, hopefully, to be doing it because it was right and not just to get what you wanted from me. And then, so, I'm rolling my eyes again. I'm like, really? So, you know, he's saying, so what? You did, You was doing, you was going to church, giving your tithes and offering. You was going to mid-week service, volunteer service. You was volunteering, heading server auxiliaries. So what? That's what you're supposed to do anyway. So, all right. So just because this prayer not answered yet don't mean that you don't supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Anyway, I got upset. <laughs> but it was in that moment that I accepted what I knew to be true for years is that I cannot work my way into a blessing. It's, 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 it's nothing that I can do to get the Lord to give me something. I mean, you know, I knew that, but subconsciously I was hoping and desperately thinking that 
if I just did this or that, that it would move the Lord. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. All I needed to do was believe. Just have childlike faith. So, guess what? I was on a quest (laughs) to find another job at that point to get this pregnancy stuff off my mind. I mean, it was better than thinking about myself all day and having a pity party. I know all about (laughs) those things. Why me? Why now? Why this? Why? Why this way? Why just whining? I didn't realize that at that time, the Lord was teaching me to wait on him and his timing. But um, <laughs> I despised his his tactics. I didn't like them. I didn't like the way he was doing things. I didn't. I did not like it. So guess what? <laughs> Here I am. It's in early 2015 now. And I I went back to work for about a month or so. And guess what? I'm pregnant again. (laughs) Pregnant number three. You know, me and my husband. I already have four children. But this is, at this time, in early 2015, I have four children from, from previous relationships. And my husband and I have already gone through two miscarriages and... 2015, I'm pregnant with our third child, but my seventh pregnancy. So, I'm super excited all back over again. (laughs) You know, that's another thing people don't understand is when you when you go through miscarriage, your body go through so many things uh, mentally, not just physically, mentally, because here I am once again for the third time, super excited and on cloud nine. You know, I, <laughs> you know, that's how I was two times before. I was super excited on cloud nine, and then you know, my balloon busted, and there it goes. You know how balloon go pop. And then it just go all over the place. That's how that's how people do. <coughs> Excuse me. When we have a miscarriage, it's like we on cloud nine, like the we we floating high, and then our balloon just burst our balloon. But you know, so I'm sure you probably have guessed by now. Yes, another miscarriage, um, and this makes number three. Um, I have been. Um, trying to use the fact that, you know, that I was back at work at that point to help buffer the pain, but it had proven to be even more difficult to to deal with it, considering that, you know, this is our third try at having a child together, and it's another miscarriage. Um, so, you know, I'm having to pretend that everything is okay. Not just at home, but at work too. So it was very stressful, you know. I had to put on the strong Christian persona, so to speak. I had 
<laughs> the thought of myself to be a strong Christian, but during that time, I began to doubt a lot of things about myself. <laughs> um, my ability to carry another child, uh, being a wife, um, running long for, you know, somebody to get someone to give him a child. You know, my husband didn't have any children before we got married, and so. I was beginning to doubt all kinds of things, you know. Was I really the Christian that I proclaimed to be? You know, I even tried to pull a Sarah, you know, help God out. I was desperate. I knew someone who uh, had taken some pills to help them produce eggs, and they asked me if I wanted some of theirs. Did they really ask me that? (laughs) Yes, they did. Uh, Of course I wanted some. And yes, I took a couple of them. But I was also convicted by the Holy Spirit. What happened to me trusting the Lord to deliver? (sighs) Believing that at the appointed time for me, things will happen. You see, um, when a person is desperate, they become reckless. And they have little or no help. They become extreme. And they do shocking things. That was me. I was willing to try to help God out. You know, I'm not um, condemning that person who did it. But it was a thought for me. But I was my I was checked in my spirit. And I couldn't follow through on it. Um, so, um, I was convicted. And I was reaffirmed that God didn't need my help to do anything for me. In fact, you know, if we don't cry out to him, he will make the rocks cry out. He don't need us. We need him. And so the Holy Spirit reminded me of that, that we were made to depend on the Lord for everything that we want from him, including a child. And then I was rolling my eyes and I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is not something I want to hear. But every time I'm experiencing a difficult time, the Holy Spirit always reminds me of what I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian or as a child of God. And then it just makes me roll my eyes or shrug my shoulders or, you know, most of the time just roll my eyes. So I've decided not to be weary and well-doing. At that time, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to be weary and well-doing. I'm not going to stress all out because I'm not able to carry a child right now. I had decided that after my third um, miscarriage. I'm just like, I'm going to trust God that he has my best interest at heart. And he knows exactly what he's doing. And let me tell you. This was one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to do. And um, sidebar, I find myself there right now again today saying, oh, this is the most difficult thing. You know, every time we go through something, we're always saying, oh, this is the most difficult thing for me to do. Because every time I'm being stretched and I'm pulled, I think, oh, my goodness, Lord, this is so hard. And then... Once I get past it, as my husband said, this too shall pass, I look back on it. I was like, dog, it wasn't that bad. But while you're going through, it seems like it's so hard. But 
it has become a learned behavior to wait on the Lord. It's not fun. Nope, nope, nope. It is not fun at all. But it's something that has to be done. And I'm shaking my head this time. (laughs) Uh, It may seem like it's so overrated, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, no other way to tell people. You know, I know nobody wants to go through. I trust me. I. I. I didn't want to go through any of this. But so later on that year, 2015, um, I had accepted the call or the challenge to head the women's ministry of the church that I was attending at that time. So, in my mind, I thought that that would be plenty to do and it would take my mind off myself and I can focus on helping others for a change. I mean, you know, um, I wouldn't have time to be throwing a pity party, you know. Instead, I'd be planning outings, retreats, and helping others. I'd be shifting my focus. Well, it worked for a little while because I didn't get pregnant until nine months later. Um, I was really scared to talk about being pregnant now because this would be our fourth try at getting pregnant. And trust me, I was so nervous. Everything in me was trying to keep it together. But if you saw me... I was a happy camper, and everything was going well. <laughs> yes, so this was like late no no November, so you know, uh, so I didn't actually get pregnant until twenty sixteen. So twenty sixteen, um, I was pregnant with my my fourth child, and. Um, I was sitting in church and something just didn't feel right. I eased out of service and I snuck into the bathroom. Guess what? Blood. I hadn't even gotten past the first trimester again. I'm saying, here I go again. Well, we go, my husband and I, around this freaking mountain. I'm thinking, Lord, have mercy. You taking us back around this mountain. This is number four. You know, I'm trying not to give you this same old song about me being in church because this is where it happens in church where where I go to the bathroom and there is blood and then now we having to go to the hospital and all this kind of stuff because I'm like, Lord, I'm in here trying to serve you and then really this is going to happen still but he still reminded me look you don't do things to get me to do stuff for you but I'm gonna tell y'all y'all talk about being tapped out it's really an understatement because I was done you know I didn't even I had gotten to the point I didn't even want to hear the word baby I promise this even by anybody ever even said baby it made me cringe I'm telling y'all I'm so serious by the time I had this fourth miscarriage I didn't want to see babies I didn't want to see a pregnant woman 
nothing. I didn't want to be going to a baby shower. I didn't want to be doing none of that stuff. Um, I was in a really, really bad place. I really was. I was in a really, really bad place. So, I had a really hard time dealing with the this fourth child you know losing this fourth child because like I say I would get so excited every time I would be on cloud nine just (laughs) just so excited smile on my face you know you know even though I still dealt with because trust and believe by the time I got pregnant that fourth time it was plenty of people criticizing me asking me why did you still let yourself get pregnant it was people actually telling me that why are you still getting pregnant i'm thinking what business is it of yours am i pregnant with your child but these were women these are women saying this you know women turn other women down you know i'm totally against that but maybe because I've experienced it for so long I know what it feels like but some some people don't even realize that's what they're doing they just running their mouth but anyway um so in early 2018 I began to come to the grips that with the fact that you know um maybe <laughs> you know a couple of years later I was like maybe I'm not gonna have any more children and I need to stop hating on other people who could, you know. <laughs> I was like, um, stop being a Christian that's a hater, Shanice. That's what I told myself. You know, that don't even sound right. A Christian that's a hater, but it's so many of us out there like that. And I was um, being selfish, too, you know. But um, I started being content with not having another child. Um, and I was less bitter. I started once again focusing on other things that I had wanted to do besides have another child, you know, like uh, finish writing the book. I had started working on a book um, back in 2009. I had started writing a book and I would put it down, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. And um, later in 2018 which was November late 2018 I published my book Shifting to Your New Life with Christ and I started the Doing the Christian Life uh, movement uh, which is no longer right now the Doing the Christian Life Um, but um, I started that Um, things can really get done when you're when your focus is misplaced, you know, you can't get stuff done like you should if your focus is not in the right place. So I decided to focus on God and what he can do for me um, and not on how I could manipulate him to do something for me. Um, And not just sit around and feel sorry for myself because I couldn't have another child you know um I do realize that all these stages that I went through 
uh, were necessary in preparation for a greater need other than my own. Um, it's beautiful <laughs> how God can take our weaknesses and our brokenness and insecurities and use them as a ministering tool. Um, it's it's awesome um, what the Lord can do um, if we just let them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, this little encounter right here, since then, um, first of all, I want to say that I thought I was just experiencing mood, moodiness from an irregular period this time, uh, this time around. Um, secondly, um, my older kids are funny it's been about three years now since my last miscarriage so I've sort of went on about my business because it's 2019 yeah it's 2019 now I don't know no I've had so 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 many miscarriages I try to forget about them sometimes but it's hard um can't really do the math right now because I'm trying to just <laughs> but oh early 2019 I had actually forgot all about my uh initial prayer that I'm able to get running in town you know I have really went on about my business <laughs> But I was soon to find out that God never forgets about us. We might forget about him and what we go to him for, you know. And But he don't forget. He don't forget about our prayers, you know, after we, we give up on God. But he don't give up on us. Um, this was uh, early 2019 now. And... Um, <laughs> I had already told Ronnie that I hadn't been feeling myself and I thought I should go see the doctor, you know, but um, my periods for the for the last few months were wacky. So I thought maybe, you know, that <laughs> I was about to have that change, you know, I was thinking maybe I'm, you know, at this time, 2019, um, by the time I were to have this kid, I would, I was... 46 you know um so I'm thinking I mean that's old enough for me to go through the change you know but I never did go to the doctor and have it checked out so you know I was rolling my eyes but one day my daughter asked me you know she said what's wrong with what's wrong with you you acting like something wrong and I was like nothing wrong with me and she was just like uh, it is, and I'm thinking, you know, anyone who knows me probably knows what that sounded like, but um, later that evening, we had dinner with one of my older kids and his girlfriend, and apparently I was acting stinking. My son asked me what was wrong with me, and I'm like, what you mean, you know, what's wrong with me? My emotions were already all over the place, and I had no earthly idea what was going on inside my body. <laughs> no earthly idea. And, you know, I'm real. I'm a real, real grown woman at this point. So, I mean, how did I not know? 
um, denial maybe. I don't know. But um, on the way home that evening, we stopped by Walmart to get a few things. And uh, I found myself sneaking a pregnancy test in a basket. You know, I didn't want my daughter seeing it. Like I was scared of her, you know. But <laughs> I paid for my things and I eased the pregnancy test in my purse out of sight. You know, I was nervous that I couldn't even <laughs> take the pregnancy test. I was so nervous. I started thinking, um, what if it's negative? Um, will I be let down again? And then I was saying, what if it's positive? Then I will have to deal with some naysayers again. You know, I have to go back all the way through this negativity and all this stuff. Oh, Lord. So my emotions was all over the place before even I pee on the stick. And then I was thinking, either way, I'm going to have to deal with something. So I decided to go ahead and just do it. I was so scared, y'all. So scared. I peed on the stick, waited a minute, and you wouldn't believe the results. Another. Yes. A positive result. I was pregnant. Again. I'm pregnant again. With this man, I, this would make me being pregnant by this man five times. First four times it didn't work. So this is my fifth time. I was in shock. I mean, you know, I, my jaw was jaw, dropping shock. You know, I said, Lord, you do have a sense of humor. You know, at that time, um, it, it, during the beginning of 2019, because my birthday fall towards the end of the year, um, when I first found out that I was pregnant, I was 45. And um, by the time I was to have the child, I would be 46. 46 with, at that time, a 27, 23, 19, and a 12-year-old child. I'm telling the Lord this. And the Lord, I'm sure he's like, look, I know. Don't you think I know all of this? And I'm like, are you sure, Lord? Are you sure? And then it was brought to my memory. 1 Samuel 1 and 27. You prayed for this child and I have granted you what you have prayed for. You talking about a wow moment. You talking about a wow moment. I was like, wow. So, (laughs) next week, y'all, I will continue with the process of my fifth pregnancy. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was a little exciting to me to tell you about some of my history, (laughs) get a little background on me and my um, miscarriage um, times that I experienced. Um, 
If you would like to join the Miscarriage Support Group, we do have one that begins April the 7th, 2022, and it's on Thursdays at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can sign up at www.shanicepbrown.com. It is a virtual support group. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, you can also do it at www.shanicepbrown.com and click on Support Shanice P. Brown. I really, really enjoyed today and I hope to see you all on next week so you can learn more about the process of my fifth pregnancy. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.